This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. <laughs> it happens, man. My grandma would still be alive if it weren't for you, frogers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 12. Super hilarious, mega funny intro bumper or whatever. Two cold for ice cream sandwiches here. And wherever you are. No such thing as too cold for ice cream. Truth. It was like 40 degrees yesterday. I still got ice cream. Only 40 degrees? This isn't Canada, but... Yeah, I know. I wish it was as cold as it was up there. 24 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. Oh, that's not that bad. Wind chill of 14. I mean, it was warmer than it was yesterday. Start recording. Send the link. Sending the link. Deleting the old link. Pause. Vertical hold. Ocean ripple. Plastic wrap. Uh, nudge. Can you say troglodytic again? Troglodytic. Do you like that word? Yes. Can you say it as Mitch McConnell eating some lettuce? Troglodytic. But this is Friday Night Fan Fiction, and the last seven minutes I've just done mean absolutely nothing. Yay, hooray for troglodytes. Hooray for (coughs) dying. That's what we'll get out of it. Troglodytic. Oh my gosh, I hate feeling like I'm dying. Have you considered... Not. Have you considered being Logan? It's very nice. How have you been? We missed you the last time we were all here, if I remember correctly. You were still preparing that delicious pie for Thanksgiving. Yes, I was making a Thanksgiving pie, which you enjoyed. That was fun, and unfortunately the start of a really bad two weeks. Oh? Was it Logan's Pie that started it? No, it was not Logan's Pie, because Xavier didn't have any of Logan's Pie. But you did. The day after Thanksgiving, Xavier started getting a cough. That cough developed into full-blown illness, which then got me sick. So he was home from daycare for like a week and a half straight. The four days for the Thanksgiving weekend, he went back for a day, and then the rest of that week and weekend, he was home sick. And then I got sick to the point where I couldn't take care of him for like two days. Val's in finals mode, and I'm in bed just dying, pondering the meaning of the word troglodytic. And even now, like, yeah, Xavier's great. He's back in daycare. He's feeling a lot better. I'm still hacking up along and blowing my nose out, but... It's still better than last week where I just couldn't even get out of bed. <coughs> I'm going to cut all that coughing out, too, and it's going to be real funny. Leave in one, really one, and then Paul stretch it to like seven minutes long. <laughs> Turn into a progressive rock song. Well, Paul stretch can go on even farther. Paul stretch could take like a two minute long thing and make it into 19 hours. I don't need all that. You don't need a friggin' soon-style drone metal. Right. Or maybe we do. So are you trying to say I gave your child COVID AIDS? I'm trying to say that you were the last good thing before my life went to shit, Logan. Oh, okay. Why do you immediately assume that I'm going to be derisive towards you? I, I was trying to pay you a compliment, you and your delicious pie. Years of practice, I guess. On the show, we may pretend to hate each other, but in real life, we only kind of hate each other. 
Yeah, something like that. Okay, don't don't say that I'm wrong. I don't need to know that you guys hate me in real life too. And life is all just the friendships I've had for the last fifteen years have just been gaslighting. That is what we do. I mean, I just need a place to stay in Maryland. <laughs> we do gaslight you a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Sean. When can you move to the states? Why would he want to? Why would he give up free weed and medical care? Yes, exactly. Wait, is the weed free? No, no I always figured you had to pay for that, it. That's one of the lies that Fox News reads. Oh, I see. Like, can you believe Canadians get free weed? They don't even pay for it, damn commies. Man, I wish we got free weed. Instead, we have to pay for it. At least it's cheap, better than it was before. Cheap, I don't, I don't know what like a, the going rate for a weed is. So, uh, in Sean's area, three hours on the slopes. Dope. Well, yeah, that's what you are smoking, David. Dope. Yeah, I know. That, that's why I made the jokes, Sean. Yeah. I'm Steve-O. Joining me tonight are David, Logan, and Sean. Valerie has class. I think it's her second to last class of the semester, and then she'll be done. And then the last one will be next Wednesday. Yeah, the last one will be next Wednesday, which is the second why to last. Why does she only have class on Wednesdays? Because that's the time that her professor chose. When I was in college... Data org once a week from six to nine forty at night on Thursdays. Gross. Well, okay, it wasn't gross because a the professor was cool as shit. He was an exchange professor. He was like in his mid thirties from Italy and very chill. Second, uh, we got a fifteen minute break, and at the time, the computer science and computer information systems uh, programs were on the third and fourth floor of a building that had a bar on the first floor so we would take that 15 minute break do a shot or two and then come back to class that's unprofessional <laughs> that wasn't un- he joined that's us very for unprofessional it. the professor yeah. came down and drank with us you can be unprofessional and a professor yeah <laughs> <laughs> also all of the exams were open book because data org fucking sucked That's basically how it goes with any computer class, honestly. Who can be expected to remember all of that garbage? Uh, We've got fanfic to read and uh, a mystery guest that will be here about halfway through. But until then, it's December. It's the holiday season. December ween? Yes, it's December ween or as Discord likes to fucking call it snows giving. I don't know. I don't pay attention to what uh, NFT companies say. Yeah. But yeah, fair point. And we could still do the show, just wouldn't have a community without Discord. That would fucking suck, though. Are you kidding me? We'll go back to TeamSpeak. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't have 248 people in our TeamSpeak server. Why not? That sounds like chaos. Are you implying what we have right now isn't chaos? It's not chaos. It's very controlled. It's chaos control. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, Sonic. Like, were you there for that music thing we did, like, a night ago? Yeah, there's a reason I didn't come to that. (laughs) Oh, no, actually, it was pretty fun. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I just knew it would be chaos. Also, before my fucking brain lets it go, was it Penny Arcade or Control-Out-Delete that did fucking Winter Enemus? That's uh, Control-Out-Delete. Yeah. All right, that's the worst one. Winter Enemus is by far the worst one. Say Winter Anus? Well, because it's just December Ween, but... December Ween, but lost. Yeah. <laughs> With the holidays here, and it's been a while since we've read from them, we're going to read some Buster Man Womb tonight. 
69 hues of writer's block. A very man-womb Christmas. He can't hear you, Logs. I'm going to go first. In a world where everything is terrible and the world is crumbling around us and that old childlike sense of innocent happiness isn't even a rumor of a memory in our minds anymore, everyone's favorite dumpster-dwelling fanfic writer, nice try, Aaron Carter. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's like Nick Lachey or Aaron Carter. <laughs> Aaron Carter wrote shat fa- Shack fan fiction, so... He wrote Shat fan fiction? I don't take mm. it back. I, too, write Shat fan fiction. <laughs> Shaq Shatner slash fic is Shat fiction. <laughs> Tries to bring back a bit of holiday cheer with a sexually visceral and or viscerally festive variety show... In text form, chapter one. I saw a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving at Walmart yesterday for like five bucks, and I wanted to grab it and send it to you as a Christmas present. To me specifically? Yeah, specifically you. The joke is that it's a Thanksgiving special sent to you for Christmas. (laughs) I I get that, just like you sent me New Year's hot sauces in March. Well, they don't have a very Charlie Brown Veterans Day, so you know. (laughs) <laughs> Good grief, Charlie Brown. Is that an AR-15? <laughs> yeah, it's how I respect my troops, by blowing them all to hell. Is there a wiki list of all the fucking holidays they celebrated in Charlie Brown? I'm pretty sure it's just like 4th of July, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And Halloween. Oh yeah, the there was a Halloween. The great, great pumpkin. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna read now. Char- ch- yeah, Char- Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. <laughs> Chapter 1, 8K words in support of Highlander 2! I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. (laughs) You're gonna kill me, Buster! 69 Hues of Writer's Block, A Very Man-Womb Christmas, about the author, best known by Fox News and most Trump-backing politicians as that shrivelly pervert who keeps sending in spank vids titled Democrat Stuffing Bracket vote boxes. Bracket dot MKV. Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> Buster Man Womb is proud to brag that they have made more Republicans gag than the idea of poor people deserving a decent quality of life. I was going to say, like, Republicans gag at, like, the slightest provocation. Too fucking real. They'll gag when you're using food stamps to get baby food, but not when Ted Cruz is looking up. What the hell was he looking up again on X? The incest porn? Republicans say uh, that your baby deserves to live, not to eat. Uh, No, it deserves to be born, not to live. Uh, Okay, so yeah, that. Please look forward to Roe v. Wade being overturned next week. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. Not in Canada. Happy fucking winter eating, miss. No, no, because that actually makes that worse. <laughs> For more wholesomely cadaverific fantasies of class violence, follow Buster Man Womb on Twitter at Buster Man Womb, all one word. You'll probably get put on a watch list, but let's face it, if you're reading this, that's probably nothing new. Can confirm. Chapter 1, An Evening with Buster Womb. The scene opens on a joyously festive shopping street. Masked and respectfully distant individuals are getting their last-minute holiday shopping done, bidding happy holidays to one another as they pass each other by. 
Please and keep up... Christ in Christmas, Steve. <laughs> All right, fine. I was really hoping that you would just roll with it and then say, yes, I'm going to love up on Christ's mo- ass. Obviously, Christmas is about how after Jesus died three days later, Debbie went to Dallas and did everybody. We're going to leave that Hitler joke away. <laughs> leave it back in episode five, Dave. I'm fairly certain it was an ovens joke, but whatever. It was. Well, you know, they have ovens on Christmas, Logan. It's where Santa comes if you don't have a chimney. How else should I bake my cookies? Santa and his uh, hot, sexy sub-elves. You know what I'm talking about when I talk about the coach clicker? Like, every time she does a Santa, she clicks the thing? Yeah, she's got to keep her count. Exactly. By the end of it, she's done 972 (sighs) Santa fuck laps. That was the plot of an anime porn, actually. I thought you were going to say it was the plot of a fucking Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Haunted Coach Clicker. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried starred in that one, too. (laughs) Every time you click it, another person has a shin splint. But no, uh, the anime porn was it was like a cosplay fetish anime porn. And this girl would like turn into whatever cosplay hottie that you wanted. But there was also a robot and they had to extract the most semen between her and the robot. Okay, I'm going to go back to the holidays now. Happy hentai-miss to you, David. Yeah, hentai-miss, everybody. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Hentai-miss is the official winter FNF holiday. Only post hot Santa ladies and hot Santa men. Some results might be explicit. Thank you, Google. Can we make fucking greeting cards for the holidays wishing a happy hentai-miss from the FNF family? Oh, hentai-miss is already on Reddit. Is it really? Yeah. Of course. Oh. Damn. I'm trying to load it up right now. It's like three people in there. Back to the story. Oh, who goes on Reddit anyway? That's a dead website. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Slashdot. Or Fark. <laughs> An uproariously jovial man dressed as Santa is ringing a bell and gathering donations for an LGBT youth shelter. The air is crisp, but rich with the friendly scents of fresh gingerbread and mulled wine. If you were part of this fair scene, you would wonder whether you were in a Hallmark movie or a Coke commercial. The camera does one of those slow zooms Tim Burton likes into the nearest alley. The classical Christmas music fading. Misses a coming. Hentai misses a coming. <laughs> Christmas music fading slowly into what at first sounds like a pop rock song played on a warped turntable but turns out to be Goofy's cover of Evanescence's Bring Me to Life. How can I feel into your mind like open doors? Wake me up! Wake me up and save me! Why can't I quit you, Mickey? That's the way you're making me feel tonight. Boil! <laughs> the camera zooms in on a freshly furnished dumpster. The, fa- <laughs> the fake door drawn on the front with tipex. What the hell is tipex? It's one of those $20 words we don't have word money for. Is that like the dollar store version of Sharpie? I- I'll-, I'll-, I'll look it up. Somehow manages to open, revealing none other than Buster Manwomb themselves. Seated in a corner beside a Blackberry playbook and a Tandy color computer. Oh, it's white, white out. Wearing a tuxedo and a kilt and completely passed out. Gah! Buster Manwomb jolted awake. You'll have to excuse them. They would never have tried something this egotistical without trying out some kind of new drug. 
They push a metal pail of macaroni cheese dust beneath the nearest rat, dust the orange dust off their nose, and look into the camera, straightening a large book on their lap. Ladies, gentlemen, everything in between, and everything beyond, welcome. Buster Manwomb said in a warm tone that was obviously dubbed over. Buster Manwomb in Psycho Goreman. <laughs> They're French-Canadian, ain't they? Ladies, gentlemen, everything in between, and everything beyond, Welcome! I worked for the DMV! Buster Man Whoop said in a warm tone that would make Gilbert Gottfried red with envy. Not that that's a bad thing. Sure, a voice like the narrator of a supergiant game sounds odd coming from Buster Man Whoop, but would you really have wanted that? A fucking course not! They sound like Gary Busey's impersonation of a Quiznos sponge monkey. The Quiznos sponge monkeys. They have a pepper bar! Thank you, Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> Using that voice in a holiday special is about as fitting as putting the Jonestown Massacre audio tapes in your sexy times playlist. Sounds about right. Mm. That's what I listen to. It's really good ASMR. <laughs> it's not that bad. Buster Womb, their voice still dubbed, said defensively, crossing their arms as if they weren't fully aware. Nearly every karaoke bar on the right half of Canada has their picture with the words shoot to kill beneath them. Oh yes, motherfuckers. This is a deep war, Diddlefick. Anyway, Buster Womb resumed, 2020 has been a real burr in the ball sack for many of us. It's not all bad, though. I was lucky enough to lose my job. <laughs> at the DMV, and get evicted during an uncharacteristically warm December. Buster Womb raised a thumbs up to the camera. Thanks, climate crisis! Sean, you're up. I need a drink. Buster Womb paused as a rat in an adorable tiny Santa hat climbed into Buster Womb's ear and slightly told them to lighten the fuck up, driving the point home with a cheeky nib on the earlobe. Anyway, Buster Man Womb said, brushing the rat off camera and patting the book in their lap. I thought we'd enjoy something a bit special to distract us all from those wolves at our doors. I have here a collection of my in-waiting works. Ditto fix, which were either too short, too violent, or indeed sometimes too long to walk on their own. Why is this in quotes? Buster Man Moon seemed to laugh at the very idea. I know what you're thinking. How can a diddle fic be too long? Well, just earlier this month, I got started on 69 hues of coronavirus. Scooby-Doo bitch slaps God for not social distancing. The story starts with Scooby-Doo in line for some taquitos at 7-Eleven. Just what Dr. Mary Jane prescribed. Let's take a peek at how that goes for him. Ooh. You see? I can't Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo yelled to the maskless bastard he was smashing a brick into the face of. I wouldn't be able to hit you if you stayed six feet back. Ooh. That paragraph goes on for 6,000 words. Buster Manroon smiled into the camera. In the interest of providing non-repetitive catharsis, we're going to mix excerpts in between some of my other treasured diddle minis. Today, 
I think we'll start with one of my favorites. Buster Manroom opened the book with the same sweaty but gentle reverence Donald Trump gives to well-faked nudes of Ivanka. Oh. Ew. Ew. Why did I come back to that? Oh, we know why you came back to that. By the way, I think the only thing less sexy than hearing Mitch McConnell sexually eat lettuce would be Gilbert Gottfried having sex with a Mitch McConnell eating lettuce. Have you ever listened to his reading of Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes, I have heard that. It's very good. No, it's not. No, it is. It's great. It's the opposite of goodness. It actually enhances the story. It's better than bad. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) I came up with this one during my brief employment licking cocaine off of UNICEF donations. I knew Gilbert Gottfried got money doing that. Who doesn't? I don't. That's like most teens' first summer job. I call it 69 hues of being popular in the 80s. Alvin and the Chipmunks fist Mecha Godzilla. Ooh. Alvin and his Chipmunk brethren wanted nothing more than to see the hot new blockbuster. Transformers 9, Rise of the Risen. That actually does sound like it would be a Transformers title. Unfortunately, they only had enough money for one ticket. Okay, Alvin said, shuffling $100 bills while wearing his plastic bookie cap. We have set our bets as to what is going to cause the extinction event in this one. I'm still convinced it's going to be Mark Wahlberg this time, Theodore said. What? No! Nuh-uh, Simon said. They want to throw us off. It'll be the Earth that destroys the Earth. That was the plot last time. (laughs) What? Hold on, read that again? It'll be the Earth that destroys the Earth? It'll be the Earth that destroys the Earth. That was the plot last time, Theodore retorted. That's why we'd never expect it. Anyway, Alvin said, we only have enough money for one movie ticket. We can't trust any one of us to watch the movie and see who's right. How do we sneak in? Ask Dave for some of our licensing fortune he's been embezzling. Theodore almost... A- Different Dave, by the way. It's, this is yeah. Dave from Alvin and Chipmunks, not Dave from real life. Theodore almost asked before he heard a gun cock off camera. Stand on each other's shoulders and walk in in a trench coat? Simon suggested. Sure, why not? Elvin decided. Next up is Logan. Sorry, I just discovered peace hooking. Um, You discovered what? (laughs) Peace hooking? Explain. Impossible to do. I will link. Okay. Peace hooking for Julian Assange. It's a dude with like two big S hooks just fucking going to town. I'm so confused. And I want you to know his entire Twitter just him doing this. Mostly for Julian Assange. Humanity is not meant to be forever. <laughs> it's certainly not like meant to be we, on the we've internet. We've accomplished a lot. We had a good run, humanity. Peace hooking's the end of us. Let's see. What was Peace Hook Chris doing on January 6th? Oh, no. You want to guess where he was? Where was he? <laughs> where do you think? Was he in D.C.? <laughs> yeah, he was in D.C. Mm. Oh, jeez says, Trump is my hero if he declassifies everything. Uh, All right. I no longer appreciate Peace Hooks Chris. And he brought a sign that says revolt until revote. Yeah. All right. Fuck that guy. Well, that was a fun five minutes. Yeah. Do you think you know a guy? They got in line at the theater, sitting on each other in a trench coat with Alvin at the top. Princess Caroline and Vincent Adultman were standing behind them in line. <laughs> Vincent Adultman is a real character from BoJack Horseman. Next! <laughs> Box office teller who was Mr. T- oh, sorry, it was Mr. T. Next! 
One adult ticket for the new Transformers, please, Alvin said, trying to tone down his voice. Damn, sucker, Mr. T said. Alvin, this ain't working again. Remember when I caught your lying asses sneaking into Friday the 13th slaughter at the Boob Island? At Boob Island. Whatever. <laughs> Mrs. T ain't gotta follow your dumbass rules. Hey, Alvin, you just flashed over some of my buses. <laughs> <laughs> Busted, Alvin said right before the three of them fell out of the trench coat. Gasp, Batman said aloud. Oh, I think that's the Adam West Batman. Gasp. <laughs> Batman said aloud. Walking past the commotion, holding a Nordstrom's bag. That man can turn into chipmunks. Now it's closer to Hank Hill. I never watched Adam West Batman. What? Alvin asked, genuinely confused. There's no time. You just, you have just the talent we need, three chipmunks man. Batman said, becoming Goku and instant transmissioning them, basically kidnapping them. Two adult (laughs) tickets, Vincent adult man said, lifting up the broom that was his hand. Oh, hell no. I ain't no fool, Mr. T said, ripping open Vincent's coat and immediately setting his eyes on fire. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Mr. Vincent wailed. (laughs) Mr. Vincent? Mr. T wailed as he stared into the inconceivable horror that was Vincent Adult Man's body. I I was the fool. I pity me. Anyway, Mechagodzilla was destroying the city and Batman teleported Alvin and the chipmunks right under its asshole. (laughs) You're our only hope, Batman said. Welcome to the Justice League. What are we supposed to do? Simon asked, but they'd all made the mistake of looking away, and Batman disappeared. Shit. 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 Is Alvin squinted. Is that Spider-Man? Why is Spider-Man giving Mechagodzilla a blowjob? Because it's hentai, miss. Oh, God. We've gone more meta. Theodore groaned, pinching the bridge of his nose. Well, if we're stuck here... We might as well do something while Mechagodzilla is well. We might at well do something while Mechagodzilla is distracted. Shove a bottle of soap up its butthole. Alvin stared up the behemoth's metal asshole. Well, nowhere to go but up. They <laughs> climbed into Mechagodzilla's asshole. Because this story is already starting to get a bit long, found an elevator that took them straight to the person piloting the robot. Okay. Hey kids, Mr. Slave said, pulling levers and pushing buttons. I get kicked out of the movie. You get. You get kicked out of the movie theater too? Well, yeah, Logan, of course you did. You're only 12. I want to go see Boob Island. You'll go see Boob Island in a couple decades when you're 17. Oh. (laughs) Knowing Mr. Slave's relationship with small mammals, they knew they were doomed the moment he tried to show any of them his funnel collection. Blowing on a dog whistle Simon conveniently had in his pocket, Mr. Slave's innards shuddered before the dogs from Two Stupid Dogs burst from the south side of his digestive tract. Yay! Promising never to answer a Craigslist ad again until they forgot. I love those dogs and I'm glad they escaped. Oh, Jesus Christ! Mr. Slave moaned sensually before falling out a window. What do we do now? Simon asked. David, you're up. Cool. We'll see in as how we're missing out on a Transformers movie. Let's replicate the experience by leveling the city. I think that's spelled correctly. It's not. I'm going to look it up. He's looking it up and I've successfully gaslit him. Uh, it's spelled correctly. I successfully gaslit you because you had to go check. <sighs> He's got you now. 
Alvin suggested as the three of them took to the controls. Yay, we're so desensitized to extinction events. Thanks, Michael Bay. Watching the breaking news coverage, Dave grabbed his hair. Alvin! The Chipmunks. <laughs> the end. Ooh. He drops some Cheerios in the manuscript, I guess. Uh, that one hits me where I live every time. Buster Manwoom sniffled into sandpaper handkerchief while a rat in a butler's uniform topped off his Listerine on the rocks. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible! We call that a Diet Coach C. Yeah, they're like... No! <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break with another excerpt from of Scooby-Doo doing what we all wished B could do to people that didn't take public health guidelines seriously. And then after that, we'll catch up with some old friends. Ooh! Hey there, hentai fetishists and sincere Vocaloid fans. It's me, Hatsune Miku. Columbo said, dressed in a knee-high-length <laughs> blue wig and made outfit... <laughs> Doing the Shimonetta ending dance. Yes, I love Shimonetta. Here to remind you that every corporation that asks you for charitable donations is basically asking you to spend your own money on a donation in their name that they get to use as a tax break. While you should never abuse the ground level workers doing what jobs they can to survive, you should feel empowered to say no with gusto. Stay frosty and seize the means of production. I'll drink to that. Chapter 2. Highlander 2 is the shining beacon that. I am not going to drink to that! <laughs> he was already drinking to it. You all saw it. No, my beer was out of my mouth and it was on its way to being put on my desk. Uh-huh. Nobody saw about, anything. The cameras the in my house are disabled. No! What about the swig? You had a swig in your mouth. I had a swig mouth. for seizing the means of production. Right, but it continued to ride not on into Highlander 2. Highlander 2 is good when it's not. A council of three impromptu meeting. Was he swigging for Highlander 2? Of course he he was. was. Okay, good. I hate this faux democracy. It's called a Bananarama Republic. (laughs) Chapter 2. Los Palos Homos. Uh? That's what it says. That is what it says. Sorry, kids. About the author, the Manitoba Dental Association has declared the sound of Buster Manwoom singing Bare Naked Ladies Karaoke uh, as an economical, well, painful alternative. Um, you want to simul- try that word again? Karaoke. That was better than the last one. Karaoke. No, no that's wrong. Crocky. Yep, that's better. Caracal. Continuing on with the story, uh, but painful alternative to 30 simultaneous root canals. And have been jointly funding a bounty for Buster Manwoom's head ever since the incident known by locals as the Welcome back. Buster Manwoom smiled, crossing his legs and subtly slapping their tuxedo until it stopped shivering. You know what else I like? Chicken sandwiches. You know what I hate? Homophobes. You know what else I love? Chicken sandwiches that piss off homophobes. Hell yeah. Like our good homosexual sandwich friend Steven Pablo. Last we saw them, they were getting ready for some cheeky bum diddles while in the land of Oz. While we have not quite finished or conceived the official follow-up yet, trust me when I saw that nobody here is above spewing out a dreaded holiday interquill. But first, give it up for the Jefferson Starship! Just never stops! Jefferson Starship's been playing that song for 13 years! 
A stock audience of rats that you previously thought were Buster Manwim's rug erupted into an artificially passionate cheer as two raccoons rolled up a decades-old laptop playing the Jefferson Starship performance from the Star Wars Holiday Special. You can watch it on Vimeo if you really want, but it's not necessary. Buster Manwim was just using this opportunity to snort a mix of cocaine and powdered Kool-Aid they call Holiday Medley and get promptly defibrillated. So, Buster Manwim just joined the Discord server. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Yes. Did we summon them by reading this fanfic for the holidays? I think we did. That's definitely why they were summoned and definitely not another reason. Yes. No, definitely not. It's a hentai Miss Miracle. It's a little early, but we're going to go away now and figure out why Buster Womb has come into the ethereal realm. Wow, that's the most evanescent thing you've ever said. So, I'm not sure that you're even real, but... Did we summon you by reading the story? Actually, someone filled out a pentagram with spam and powdered eggs and Superstore brand macaroni and cheese, and I sort of just materialized. I'm usually stuck in some hellish (laughs) immaterial plane until somebody does that. I put Xavier to bed about two hours ago, and I haven't been watching him, so my assumption is that it's his fault then. Just enter his bedroom and you see, like, dark chanting coming from his, like, plushies hovering around him. You jest, but there is one poster in his room that he knows and he points to it and it's Trogdor. So it's not completely out of line. Anyways. Hello! Hello! Hello. So you are, in fact, none of us except maybe Val. Well, we we all knew it wasn't (laughs) Steve-O because Steve-O's not that funny. You <laughs> telling this to a dying man. I thought you were my friend. Steve O, never have you been dying as hard as I've died. Buster, welcome. You are now having to read your own stuff. I'm sorry, and also thank you. You're welcome. I knew that my reckoning was coming. <laughs> I could not produce this stuff this long and not have it catch back up to me. Mm-hmm. Roll the clip, Buster Manwoom said upon regaining consciousness, pointing at the camera from their prostrate position. Sixty-nine hues of gay Chick-fil-A guidance. Gay sex, a T-Rex, and a dead witch's hex. This week all on Nicktine. You bastards, the Wicked Witch of the West said. She found Steve and Pablo, two viscerally queer Chick-fil-A. The two. I am not Steve-O. <laughs> I wrote this. <laughs> the two viscerally queer Chick-fil-A sandwiches that exist almost purely to piss off Chick-fil-A, doing some slappy bum diddles in their cabin after a moose tornado, fucking Canada Day, funk yeah. flung them to Oz. Man, I must have been high. I don't remember writing any of that. <laughs> crashed the Wicked Witch of the East and decided to take their stress out on each other's buttholes for long enough that the Wicked Witch of the West found them. She didn't even need to use her magic to find them. Their gay sex was so shrieky and thunderous that the citizens of Narnia were able to hear it from the next intellectual property over. Oh, David, Sean Logan, that's our cue. Now is the time to do the Gilbert Gottfried Mitch McConnell sex. Ah. Ah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Gilbert, 
Porter Henry. God damn it, I just had a sexual awakening. <laughs> At last, my pretties, the witch gloated to her army of avian simians. I have been able to find my sister's killers because I apparently sound like Skeletor. Yeah, Amen. And actually avenge her this time. <laughs> Look at those delicious gay sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and Pablo were thrown into a pit, unsure of what's going on. They had that post-coital lack of situational awareness that only comes when one's prostate is bumped upon in just the right way. I'm not able to commentate on that. I'll ask Val the next chance I get. She doesn't have a prostate, Steve. Oh, right. Uh, I'll ask Val the next chance I get. This is not even close to my top 10 ways I expected this afternoon to go, Pablo said, looking down. Neither did I, seeing you join the server and read smut to me all sexy-like. Enjoy my milky smooth stylings. I definitely will! <laughs> Pablo said, looking down. There was a T-Rex in the pit below them. Ah, well, if I'm going to get eaten, I want to get eaten by a fuck mother and dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, Steve said in that sort of defeated tone that's only meant to sound defeated until an escape opportunity presents itself to the protagonists. But at least the sex was good while it lasted. So good. Yeah. So good! And then the rope was cut, dropping them into the T-Rex pit. Well, I guess this is it, Steve said. Wait! Pablo noticed something. Don't you recognize this T-Rex? Oh shit, yeah, Steve said. Immediately they shuffled into against the wall of the pit. Gah! The T-Rex from Meet the Robinsons groaned. Corners, my one weakness. Curse my little arms. You know, Steve said, taking the opportunity to negotiate. We were made by homophobes. You don't want to support homophobes by eating us, do you? <gasps> no. No, I guess not. The T-Rex decided. Hey guys, I have an idea for our Patreon money. How does $400 for a 50-pound box of dried eggs sound? Uh, sold. <laughs> Better deal than I've been getting. <laughs> I've been getting my supply by pulling elaborate heists on army mess tents. The second bullet point is about emergency food storage. <laughs> so for the bunker at the compound, we're just going to buy a bunch of these. I mean, hey, if you want to have an omelet but be miserable at the same time, you'd be set for life. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fifth bullet point is just repeating the emergency food storage. <laughs> you didn't even see that. Powdered eggs truly are the miracle food. It's so efficient that they only can say what needs to be said many times again. Yes. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Chick-fil-A makes some pretty tasty sandwiches. Because the T-Rex sounds like uh, Richard Nixon after a stroke. I don't know. Chick-fil-A <laughs> makes some pretty tasty sandwiches. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they do. Pablo said, spanking Steve's buns. Steve shot him a cheeky look before turning back to the T-Rex. You can elevate any chicken sandwich by adding pickles. It's actually kind of stupid how few restaurants do it. Huh, the T-Rex said. Okay, I guess I'll try it. And because I need to go and take some medicine, David, you're up. No joke, though. 
just about the best way to make like junior chicken at McDonald's better is by telling them to put pickles on it. I'll have to give that a try if I ever eat at McDonald's. It works for basically any chicken sandwich. I hate Chick-fil-A on a moral level, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all do. I have found workarounds. All right, Dave, you good? Dave? David. Dave. Dave, stop racing for a moment. Dave. No, he's probably not racing. He's probably in the bathroom. All right, fine. I'll go, and I'll have to take my meds later. Twist your own arm, why don't you? What are you uh, doing? I was muted this entire time. No. <laughs> Great. Great. So were you making jokes? Yeah. yeah. Well, at least he'll be on his own recording. No, I, I was mic muted, so my microphone was not oh, picking up anything. Well, maybe don't do that. All the wasted comedy. <laughs> David, do me a favor and go ahead and just write it down on the second part of the test where you have to write your essay. Write down all the jokes you were going to say. Oh, um... I think you have me confused with the guy who's good at show. Okay, fine. All right. Well, I still started reading, so you can go. Well, I, I can read. I just need the story. The, the same it's the same story. story. We're still in the same story? Good God. Yes. It's 12 pages long, buddy. All right. We're on page 10. This is the longest one from the list that I proposed. All right. <laughs> what? Oh, this is a witch. So, what are you doing? Why are they Wario? Oh, sexy witch Wario. Hell yeah. The witch said, not hearing the conversation. Eat them, you. Ooh, that's ableist. Uh, reta- rep- reputable. You reprehensible reptile. You rapscallion reptidible. They get this, guys. And then the T Rex bit the ableist slur using witch's <laughs> whole body off before letting the sandwiches on his back. There ain't no ableism that doesn't get justice in my no, there's no, I, knew there, I knew there was comeuppance. I knew there yeah. was comeuppance. It's very axe cop of you. I portray horrible things. I do not endorse them. Thank you. Finally, somebody who gets it. I am a master of the English language. <sighs> Sorry, I was taking a big drink for instant karma. Got to pour one out for them on that one, but not in a respectful way. You you pour like um, what's a really shitty beer like Pabst Blue Ribbon? I'm gonna pour out two pounds of one of the fifty pound boxes of dried eggs. <laughs> no, no, you 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 go back to Prohibition area or era area. You go back to Prohibition <laughs> era. You get one of those boxes of dried grape block. Like Cree fermented, you just throw it at them. Oh, no, no, no. You go to Superstore, you go to their liquor store, and then you just look for the plain yellow box marked beer. Oh, God, no. Government issue beer. 25 for $24. Oh, man. I'm also going to call shenanigans on these emergency food storage claims for this dried eggs. It's a year of an expiration date for manufacture. Fuck that. Hey, Logan. Hey. Next time we get together, do you want to do, like, uh, MRE taste testing? You know that shit is fucking horrible, right? Yeah. That's why you gotta film it. Yeah, David knows he's been in the military. Yeah, a lot of people in our chat have been in the military, man. Alright, let's do it. I actually, like, follow MRE YouTuber culture, which is, like, a thing. Yeah. Right? Which is weird, but okay. It actually looks like they've gotten pretty decent in, like, the last year, six months. I saw someone eat a pizza MRE that looked pretty good. Well, pizza has always been, by and large, the best in qu- finger quotes MREs. That being said, I did watch that video right after they ate World War One rations that were labeled Ugh. as beef tea. So my expectations may have been skewed. 
If you guys are going to eat MREs, you have to finish every meal with astronaut ice cream. Yeah, all right. I like astronaut ice cream. Okay, you, you act like that's a bad thing. We were Wait. discussing earlier it can never be too cold for ice cream. I tried asking Buzz Aldrin to hook me up, but he blocked me on Twitter. He blocks everybody on Twitter, man. You reach out to him. He's like, man, I'm in ivory tower mode now until I die. He I mean, did it was- die, didn't he? Unlike no, he's still alive. Unlike things like Ubisoft and the Pope, it was one of th- it was one of the accounts that I was sad to be blocked by. Aw, Buzz Aldrin's ninety one years old. I don't think I do enough twittering to be blocked by accounts. I don't think I've been blocked by any accounts. I spent a while trying to send pictures of prolapsed reptile anuses to J.K. Rowling. As you do, good endeavor. Yeah, I think that was my lifetime achievement. That was a, that's a good cottage industry right there. Yes. <laughs> the reptiles don't appreciate it, but the I'm assuming I'm assuming the reaction from JK is uh, you know, obviously, but they're volunteering for it, so I, I like they don't appreciate it, but you know what? It's getting the point across. Yes. All right, Earl Sinclair in his bachelor days before he started a family. Fran? Gr- what? You said Earl Sinclair. Who's Earl Sinclair? Earl Sinclair is the father protagonist from the Dinosaurs TV show sitcom. Oh, oh yeah. no idea what the words you just said, Matt. You're too young. It's basically if Fred Flintstone was a scaly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there there was an... Also has the most depressing end of a series ever. But also has a transformation fetish, too. I'm not kidding about that. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, Hi, Earl. Earl Sinclair in his bachelor days before he started a family and brought on a, uh, brought on the apocalypse. Hey, E was sitting in his, on his armchair enjoying basic cable TV when his roommate, the T-Rex from Meet the Robinsons, it's a Bambi mom, Bambi's mom type situation with his name, knocked down the door. <laughs> hey, Irma, we're going to A&W. Want a burger? Hey, thanks, T. Earl answered, that'd be swell. I don't know why he's Yogi. All- That's not too far off. If you added a little rasp, it would be Earl. Hey, thanks, T. Earl answered, that'd be swell. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. All right, cool. And so our queer sandwich heroes rode off into the sunset on their new T-Rex friend, heading to Oz's <laughs> A&W location, hoping its quality is more on par with a Canada A&W since American A&Ws are shit. True. You, you say that, but I've also had Japanese American AMW, and that was pretty good. Ooh. A real tearjerker, Buster Manwoom nodded as a rubble shook his window dumpster. His whole dumpster shook his whole dumpster, causing his tuxedo to shiver to the point that the audience now clearly realizes it's made of sewer rats scotch tape together. I did not get the deposit back on that rental. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knock at the door is repeating itself, becoming progressively louder. Let's check at how our good friend Scooby-Doo is doing. Buster Manwim says, loading a shotgun and tying a red bandana to their forehead. Don't worry about me. I'll be back before you're done reading. The screen cuts away as Buster Manwoom heads to the door, slamming a clip into a previously unseen Uzi, singing, Ooh, I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. Ooh, I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. (laughs) Ooh. Scooby-Doo walked through the shopping mall, swinging sledgehammers into the faces of random entitled dipshits walking around without masks, pulverizing their teeth and most of their lower jaws in acts of what Scoob called dentistry with extreme prejudice. (laughs) This is probably the closest I ever got to being turned on by my own writings. (laughs) It happens, man. 
My grandma would still be alive if it weren't for you, Froggers. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Scoob. Scooby-Doo said in a worrying occurrence of author projection. Scooby-Doo, you can't say that. Like, Scoob, okay. we're going to get taken off the Library of Congress. You keep using that language. I'm going to have to go plus ultra on you. Shaggy is a DBZ character, not a My Hero character, Steve. <laughs> like, like Scoob, this isn't even 1% of my power. We can agree to disagree, Dave. That's what being friends is for. No, you're wrong. Objectively, you're wrong. <laughs> I never allow any of my friends to agree to disagree. So all of your friends have to agree with you forever? No. Or they have to agree with each other forever? No, but uh, I don't allow them to agree to disagree. If they say, let's agree to disagree, I say, no, you're wrong. David, I agree that you can be wrong. I disagree. <laughs> Get back to the story. Giving one particularly infuriating, poorly shaven motherfucker who took his mask off to sneeze in a London drugs, 12 to 15 more slams than was necessary to render his face indistinguishable from a poorly made plate of haggis dipped in ketchup. At this point, Scoobert Dubert body count was closer to the hundreds than the dozens, and even though he wasn't much bothered by it, because he didn't consider the people who seemed to pride themselves on spreading a yet-to-be-cured disease to be people per se... Mm. He was already at three stars. Really? Like, if you're in the hundreds, you're not at three stars in any GTA game. I mean, GTA 5, you're probably still fine as long as you don't shoot any of the cops. No, you'd still be at like a four, dude. Like, after a hundred. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with Buster on this one. Like, I've gotten five stars for running over two peds. Wait, you're, then you're on my side, Steve. Disagree with him, not me. Okay, I disagree with Logan. Oh. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, bro, you don't want to do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, several cops went up to Scoobert Dubert at guns drawn. Uh, you know what Scooby-Doo did? He fucking suplexed every one of them. Firstly, because a cab. And secondly, because you can't arrest someone without breaking social distancing protocols. Stupid. And when you killed more people than coronavirus would ever have... And when you've killed more people than coronavirus ever would have, if these shitting dumb fucks had followed basic public health advisories, you're good and properly fucking desynthesized. Desensitized. Desensitized. You've stolen my Yamaha DX7. Steve, play record scratch out of flack. Okay, I'm just going to steal the Homestar Runner record scratch. Okay. Yeah, that's it. it. Also, Buster, correct me if I'm wrong. You wrote this last year. I did. I think I actually finished it on Christmas Eve. And yet it still fucking applies. Yeah. Yes. Humanity was an error. Yeah. Okay. I spend my waking hours in a dumpster for a reason. This is something we can agree on. My turn. In accordance to the dark... To, damn it. Okay, that's a drink for me. In accordance to the instructions of the dark agent, Scorbidorb took the skull of every politician who tried to downplay the virus and encouraged a death toll equivalent to 109 slash 11s and counting only to turn around and receive the vaccine before any vulnerable person or essential worker dislodged the spoons that were wedged into each one during the extraction process and set them onto a septogram which burned with black flames the moment the final skull was set into place. I have zero idea what the fuck is going on. 
My diddle fix are beyond explanation. Yes, they are, just like the theory about evil cats. Scooby-Doo stood emotionless, drenched in blood, and armored witch the bones of the anti-maskers as the dark agent materialized in the midst of the flames. I never played any Kingdom Hearts, but is this close to the plot of three, or am I way off the mark? Way off base. I think Scooby-Doo needs an evil twin in the background. And Goofy needs to be the smartest person around. Everybody is Scooby-Doo except for Xehanort. He's trying to Nort Scooby, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest. The only Kingdom Hearts game I tried was that one on DS with all the weird numbers. And I stopped playing about a half hour in when the nosebleed started. Oh, Kingdom Hearts SAT prep? I think he was actually just watching the movie 23 with Jim Carrey, but with Disney in the background. What the hell was that Russell Crowe movie? Was it uh, Beautiful Mind? The 23. (laughs) Yes, of course. Back to the Kingdom Hearts, a robe of fluttering waves of what looked more like pitch-stained skin than proper leather hovered around it. Do you make the sacrifice? Yes. Scooby-Doo said with the dark numbness that only comes when one's life has been burned away. Their soul left a charred husk. Wrong soul. You're talking about their feet where nothing gives relief or joy except the suffering of the people that can't seem to understand what six fucking feet is. He accepted his soul's fate. It was a worthy sacrifice in exchange for the brutal harvest of those that would bring a ruin of their fellow man in exchange for the luxury of sitting in a booth at fucking Waffle House. Mm. You know, when people get too close to me out in public, I usually just start loudly guessing their blood type, but I imagine this would be a lot more efficient. I usually get them involved in the conversation. Oh. (laughs) They do not appreciate it. (laughs) Back to the sacrifice. Step into the pentagram. Darkly, Scooby stepped forward. An unseen force lifted him from the ground. His nerves burned with power as he was imbued with the strength and fury of millions of souls needlessly slaughtered by the greedy ignorance of those who benefit from privatized medicine. Happy Hentimus and also Veterans Day! Hashtag eat the rich. Hashtag Veterans Day every day. (laughs) The pain did not subside, but Scooby-Doo found the strength to overcome it. Oily tentacles miles long pushed out from beneath his skin, digging into the blood-stained soils, stretched out to cities across the world. Do you know what you must do? No, please tell me at length. The dark agent asked, I'm already doing it. Oh, shit. Scooby-Doo He's asked, Batman now. asked, staring into space, his eyes the color and texture of smoldering embers. Not this, the Dark Agent clarified, after humanity is cleansed. Scooby thought a moment, then he made a wide, joyless smile, much like the cover of King Crimson's in the Court of the Crimson King. Yeah. Black, fermented blood leaking from all the pores of his mouth. Yes. Ooh. Wowie zowie, was I ever in a dark place when I wrote that? 
Buster Man Womb said, marching back onto the set, dropping a bulk-sized pickle jar that you can eventually discern content contains at least 15 human faces, almost said feces. Of course I'm leaving that mess on the floor! We live in a dumpster! We live in a dumpster. Buster Man Womb screamed at the butler rat while hurriedly stuffing his playbook, Tandy Computer, and the Animal Crossing leaf that consisted of his entire wardrobe into a Sobeys bag? Yeah. What the fuck is Sobeys? They're a grocery store chain. I thought they were like an energy drink. Is it Sobe? Is that is Sobeys it's without the It's owned by the, the same people that have uh, Safeway and Save on Foods. Okay, it, South Beach Beverage Company. It's with that weird middle capitalization, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, they were popular in like the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Yeah. And then we had Four Loco, and I had a night taken away from me as a result. You could have just gone to sleep, dude. It was MAGFest. So, go to sleep. Mag, you know people do not sleep at MAGFest. They pull the fire alarm and make the sleeping people get up. Uh, true. That's a real <laughs> bitch move right there, by the way. <laughs> they turned back to the camera, making the scratch match on his face. The graze wound on his arm and the disintegrated nature of this tuxedo, obvious. Good news, folks! The Belgian Mafia, the Zumba Cartels, and the Nunavut... (laughs) (laughs) He's dying. Hold on a second. I don't know if Steve-O has a second. (coughs) Steve-O? Steve-O, do you see uh, a bright light at the end of the tunnel? Perhaps uh, five lights? Make choking sounds if you need help. Do you see a a guy wearing a beard, but he also looks like Heavy from Team Fortress 2? What? (laughs) See, you weren't here for that joke yesterday because you won't finish watching that show I'm trying to get you to watch. I was was tired. I have a child. I have a job. I have a wife. I have a mortgage payment. Uh, It's all excuses with you. Dave, you have like almost all of those things. Yeah. I do. And yet he still has time to fuck around. I have time to play eight hours of video games a day. If you ignore your kids, the problems go away. It's true. And you also get arrested. No, you don't. don't. Not all the time. My parents ignore me all the time. Same. Sometimes they just get taken away. As long as they don't, like, lock you in a room, you're you're fine. Well, you didn't put, like, a cap on the amount of time that you ignore them for. You gotta say, like, ignore them for an hour or ignore them no, for No, ignore three- them for, like, a whole week or something. They can get to the kitchen. I'm sure Chalmers and Laza would take care of him and raise him as their own if we just... Right. Yeah, just take down your baby gate so they can get to the kitchen. Jesus. The Zumba Cartels and the Nunavut RCMP have teamed up to take down your favorite Diddle We're going to cut the commercial now. Buster Man Womb screams, Come and get me, you fully clothed chuckle cunts! That is my favorite challenge for people being hostile at me. <laughs> I am not allowed in the Chuck E. Cheese anymore. <laughs> Sir, would you like to supersize your meal? Come and get me, you clothed chuckle cunt! Come to think of it, there's fewer places that I'm not banned from than are at this point. Before you hear the sound of gunfire, some kind of electrically based explosion, and a whoopee cushion before the screen cuts over to Columbo again. Logan, it's you. I need to refill my drink. Alright. I stopped refilling mine, I'm just drinking straight from the bottle. Hello again, folks. It's me, Hat Son Michael. Columbo said, switching between Fortnite dances every few seconds. 
This is your reminder that GoFundMe is now the most common provider of health insurance in the United States. And if that doesn't make you want to burn the establishment, you're part of the problem. Chapter 3. The Highlander cartoon is okay, too. <laughs> Chapter 3. The Reckoning. About the author. Buster Manwomb could really use a deep tissue massage about now. It is frustrated that it would be responsible to get one. And it's just irresponsible. It would be irresponsible to get one and is sincerely hoping that the world in surrogates starring Bruce Willis comes to pass. Underrated movie. It's weird because it came out the same time as Gamer and Gamer was actually a better film. Yeah, weird, isn't it? I was actually a fan of the graphic novel for surrogates. They put it in the library before the film came out and I was just like, yeah, this is this is good. This is fun. Better than anything Bruce Willis has put out in the last few years. What has he been in the last few years other than that one new Die Hard movie? They put him in like science fiction action films only. They have to give him like mech suits that are just the sci-fi equivalent of a walker so he can still get around. <laughs> uh, real talk. Buster Man Womb would love is you gave Twerp a chance Oh, yeah. Tupperware yeah. Remix Party is good. Fucking musical gem of Canada twerp is. They're a really good band. The Starlight Brigade music video is a great place to start. The camera is broadcasting from a new dumpster. The literal Rugrats do an unsettingly impressive job setting up Buster Womb's living space, while gunfire and the sounds similar to raw chicken bones being liquefied in a blender echo from outside. You hear Buster Manwoom's dubbed-over voice yelling, Fraulein whooping cough will not fall tonight, you rhythmic shits. Spot on. Accepting that Buster Manwoom won't be in any condition to host this anytime soon, one of the rats takes a pen and cue card and presents to the camera with startlingly elegant handwriting. Coming up next, the conclusion to the Scooby-Doo saga and afterwards... Our peer-involved presentation, J.K. Rowling, suffers consequences for being a filthy turf. Finally. I came back to a very good part of the story for once in my life. Oh, well, give it a sec. Hold on. Yeah, I have to I have to sink this into reality. Uh, unfortunately, Buster Manwomb's is a work of fiction. Aww. It really sucks. I do have a disclaimer to add to this. Disclaimer. May not have happened. <laughs> Regretfully. <laughs> Scooby-Doo stepped upon the garbled remains of the gods of Olympus. They had all been brutalized in sickeningly creative ways. Not that Scooby-Doo felt bad. Even if they weren't anti-maskers, Scooby-Doo knew that it was public knowledge that the Olympian gods were so rapey that Harvey Weinstein still put out sacrifices to them. Ooh. Yeah, all of Greek myth is Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants and there were consequences. Yeah. Congratulations, committer of mass deicide. Uh, recorded voice declared, you have been invited to test your mettle against the one most powerful being in all universes. Jet Li? The one? The one? Maybe. Elevator is closing in seven seconds. Scooby-Doo stepped over the left half of Zeus's body and stepped into the elevator. Kratos was there, waiting patiently. Nearly as drenched in blood as Scooby-Doo, they nodded at each other. Sup? Scoob said. Sup? Kratos said. Killing God? Bitchin'. You? <laughs> yep. Bitchin'. 
Eat your heart out, Quentin Tarantino. That's how you fucking write a dialogue. Elevator opened. A shining hall made of a material that looked and felt like metallic clouds made up the whole space. A single figure, too bright to perceive, sat aloof on a lone throne. I'll last. I'll last. Face your death, god. Kratos grunted, raising his bloodied blades of chaos. When you're an immortal, you don't really think about these kinds of things. Yeah, I don't really think about it. The figure exhaled lightly, blowing Kratos into oblivion. Ruh-roo, Scooby-Doo said, scared back into his usual cadence. Oh, hey, Scoob, Shaggy said, revealing his true form. Raggy, Scooby-Doo exclaimed. What's up? Oh, you know, being God, Shaggy said. What are you going to do? Try to kill me? Rinder, Scooby admitted. <laughs> Why? I don't know, Scoob answered truthfully. I guess once you get shonen protagonist caliber powers, killing God kind of just makes sense. Hold up, as a connoisseur of the animus, shonen protagonist powers does not mean as high of a billing as you think it do. You could get Goku powers, sure, but you could also get like, I swim really good powers. Hold on a second, as somebody who's not a good swimmer, I'm still interested. No, no, freeing is actually really good. It's just, I'm saying that, like, you have to beware because the gambit runs pretty long. So, like, you could go an extra day without having to clip your nails? Yeah, yeah, you could have a good power, (laughs) or you could have really crap power in comparison to really good power. My power is single-ply toilet paper works as double-ply toilet paper on my butthole only. Yeah. I'm just basing off the animes that I watch. They always end with either killing God or the protagonists fucking their siblings or going camping. I can't wait for that episode of Freeing where they swim and kill God. I don't remember camping. I mean, Stanley Kubrick can't be denied. (laughs) I'm back to the story. Don't look at me, Moon. Stop mocking me. Stop mocking me, Moon. (laughs) Clothes beam. Go ahead. Uh, Who's next? Oh, you are, Sean. Oh, I understand. Uh, I can't do Scooby Doo. I understand that, but would you rather eat Scooby snacks with me and play games? Can you do the Tim Allen grunt? <laughs> okay, so just speak while doing the Tim Allen grunt. That's all Scooby Doo is. It is absolutely not that. No. Every word has to begin with R. River? Scooby Doo sat down in a newly materialized throne beside Shaggy. Eating Scooby snacks and not having to deal with a single goddamn rat licking anti masker again. At least until the vaccines come out and Scoob gets a reason to go hog wild on anti vaxxers again. The end. Oh. Wow, Buster Man. No, you have sense. to say the oo woo. I did. Do it again. I said the end. Ooh. Oh, it didn't come through on Discord. Oh, <laughs> fucking Discord. Just make out with your mic while doing it. It helps. <laughs> no, that's definitely not helping. <laughs> All right, David, you do it too. Ooh. Yep, the audience is coming right now. We did it, guys. I know I am. Buster Man Room said, sitting cleanly in front of a scene that was startlingly clean for all the violence you saw. And heard at the beginning on the chapter, or at the beginning on the chapter. I guess you could say that the god we bitch slapped was the friends and memories we made along the way. 
You could say that, or you could come on down to Al's Discount Toy Market. A pause as the rats and the single marmot laughed. Glad that joke died on the vine. My brain was still buffering. I couldn't respond in time. We're running low on time, so let's... No, we got 20... Oh, you're talking about the story. We're running low on time, so let's time straight into the finale. 69 hues of mini. J.K. Rowling suffers actual consequences for being a turf. This is the wholesome story of the bunch. J.K. Rowling said, <laughs> peeking under a bathroom stall seconds before getting a black eye. Your feet are very mannish. You don't happen to have a penis, do you? No, not last time I checked. God, I'm so oppressed. J.K. Rowling mewled pathetically. It's like I'm sitting in a room with her. How could that trap? Before she had a chance to finish that slur, Popeye ate some spinach and threw her outside. Ain't no toughs loud in this diner. That is the second to third to worst. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Let me let me read it. What was the line? Ain't no turfs allowed in this diner. Authors, fun fact. It took me eleven fucking tries to settle on that set of sounds being uh, Popeye's laugh on paper. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, wow. Is it hard putting his laugh into writing? He laughed. Wow. I'm being treated so badly just for saying that a minority group deserves abuse and persecution. Boy, am I glad we gave Sean this page. JKR pissed and moaned right on the sidewalk. Uh, She would piss and moan on a sidewalk. This is cancel culture. It must be why every book I've written in the last decade has bombs. Wait, I don't think that's actually true. No. No, she still has a large audience despite the fact of being a fucking douchey douchebag. But then again, I can't be surprised by that because look at literally all of the right-leaning Twitter sphere. I don't look at it, so I'm not familiar. Steve, you need to know your enemy. I, I know my enemy, and I ignore them. She tried pulling the Stephen King thing of, oh, I'm going to release a book without my name and see if it'll be successful. Only difference was it wasn't fucking successful, so she had to put her name out so that it would get any sort of numbers. She would have disappeared into the ether if Harry Potter hadn't set the world on fire. (sighs) Yeah. I want to read a story about a kid who finds out he's a wizard, but he's actually two gay chicken sandwiches. I believe that was Artemis Fowl. That's on my ideas list. Give me enough time. Publisher (laughs) that hasn't blacklisted me. Deciding that maybe watching the new Transformers movie would cheer her up, JKR went to the movie theater. No way, sucker. The attendant, who was Mr. T with bandages wrapped around his eye for some reason, said he was auditioning for the part of Snake Plissken in Escape from New York, the uh, remake, but also 20 years late with the wrong star. Because really, it should be Michael B. Jordan. Let's be real. Yeah. Nowadays, they probably still put fucking Chris Pratt in the role. Yeah, but he would like do a really bad Italian accent. But he's not going to do an Italian accent. I know. He's just going to do Chris Pratt voice. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's a me. Mario. <laughs> I have a bet with someone. The first line in the movie will be Charles Matinee, and then he'll just like cough and then switch back to his normal voice. That's rough. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I I absolutely believe Illumination would do that. 
I have very little faith in illumination. <laughs> I agree with Danny. Like, Despicable Me was good, but then they made all of the rest of the garbage. Despicable Me and Sing were the only things they have that aren't painful. I close my eyes so I don't have to see illumination. Well, that's because you can see through sonar like Daredevil. I have yet to see any Despicable Me or Minions movies, and I will happily go to my grave saying that. The thing is, as soon as your kid can understand human language, he's gonna watch those movies. I would rather him watch the B movie seven times a day. He wouldn't watch it. He'll, he'll he's gonna watch Cars. Oh, Kerchow. But if you watch Minions, you'll notice that they put more effort into explaining how the Minions don't work for Hitler than they actually put into making the goddamn movie. It's true, actually. It's like, oh, cool, we're going to work for all the worst people. And then they go straight from Napoleon to being stranded in the Arctic. Well, I'm flaccid. Let's get back to the story. I can smell turf from a mile away. They smell like shit. I pity the fool who thinks that shit will fly here. Get out of here, you crazy. What? JKR whined, going to Twitter for support, only to see that the scant words of supports from other turfs were drowned out by the multitudes of people calling her a turf. Everyone is hating on me for being a bigot. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean, you bigot. Sean, you're only a bigot when you play the role of J.K. Rowling on our wonderful little show. Ah, okay. So prepare for instant karmic justice. It's coming to you <laughs> courtesy of Buster Manwom's right thigh. It's like playing a racist in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Or just being in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Unless you're Samuel L. Jackson, in which case I don't think he's ever been a racist caricature. Yes, he was. He was extremely fucking racist caricature. That wasn't a caricature. That was just racist. I forgot Django Unchained was a Tarantino film. My bad. It's not unfair. The trans icon Harriet Potter flew That's down. That's Chuck Tingle's character. Notice me, senpai. Ah. Someday, my son. Love is love, people. It's not unfair. Trans icon Harriet Potter flew down from on high on her firebolt. Harry Potter, my own creation! JKR exclaimed. Of fucking course, you dead name. Harriet rolled her eyes. I'm beyond your power now. Look. Harriet shook a couple of pill bot pills bottles in JKR's face. I used your money to buy my antibiotics. Later, bitch. Antibiotics. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a quality pun right there. That's actually what they're called. The trans community has some fantastic puns for their medications. Yeah, I, I like Teddy Skittles. That yeah. one's pretty good, too. Same. Harriet flew into the sunset. JKR continued to piss and moan like she didn't deserve it. I've lost everything! All I have is my untold millions of dollars. My <laughs> massive Shut mansion. The fuck up, Notch. Nobody uh, no, cares. Right? Like, but yeah. it's also that scene from uh, fucking Zombieland where Woody Harrelson wipes his eyes uh, with hundred dollar bills. bills. Yeah. My massive mansion and my steady income from licensing rights. No one has ever suffered as I have. Oh, all right. Uh, back to me to close the story out. And I really want to do at least one more. I unfortunately do not think we're going to have time to do the very secret diaries of Columbo Hatsune Miku. Oh, thank God. I don't want to read more. Uh, so next up is again, you buster. Suddenly a mech piloted by Tra Craig the Triceratops from dinosaur office 
The Raptors from Jurassic yes, Park. Dinosaur of the hell yeah! yeah! Grimlock from the G1 Transformers series. And Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh! Crash landed onto JKR's mansion with all the grace and consideration of the pilots in the underrated and short-lived masterpiece, Megas XLR. Trans rights are human <laughs> rights! Joey and Craig yelled from the mech as the Raptors hacked J.K. Rowling's bank account and distributed the funds among the masses. Raising the mech's hands, Joey used one of those dumbass game rules that someone used in the TV show but never could in the game, and slammed the moon down on top of J.K. Rowling, flattening her into a book. Columbo, who was taking off his Hatsune Miku costume because he'd finished all the bits we paid him for, picked up the book. Meat! Meat! He said, pocketing it to lead up to the events of 69 Hues of Family Friendly, Harry Potter's Moist Flesh Book, in stores now. <laughs> the moral of this story is, don't be a turf. Turfs are assholes that deserve to get flattened into a book by moon-wielding mechs. The end. Wow! Not to toot my own horn, Buster Manwomb said emotionally blowing his nose before doing exactly that. But I can if you give me five dollars. <laughs> but I don't think I can see anything more satisfying than a filthy fucking turf getting bitch slapped by an entire celestial object. I agree, me. I agree. Yeah. It's basically the ending to Gurren Lagan. Sorry, say that again? I'm not familiar with that. Gurren Lagan. Wild Gynax giant titty anime. Yeah, well, I mean, the, one of them. The giant titties really aren't the main focus of that. Imagine any mech anime got crossed with Katamari Damacy, so it just, like, escalates basically every episode. With the first episode of Golden Boy. I've never watched a mech anime more than two episodes. What about G Gundam? I've never watched G Gundam. You have. No, I haven't. Yes, we have at the meetup when I was forced to watch it with you guys. We didn't watch G Gundam there. You deliberately left the room. No, I was there. Why'd you leave the room? G Gundam's I a classic. I didn't leave the room. I'm not allowed to watch it. <laughs> Why not? It's on. It's on YouTube now. G Gundam's on Toonami Aftermath every afternoon at six. Every afternoon. Every afternoon. Every afternoon at six. I don't have Toonami. Toonami Aftermath, dude. It's on the internet. I don't have Toonami Aftermath. Go Probably. to ToonamiAftermath.com. Press play. See if it works. Oh no, I have it. Gurren Lagan is basically Katamari Danacy with a Mad Max coat of paint. It's not as good as he's making it out to It be. is very good. Shut up. It really is. Shut up. You don't know I, what you're I'm, talking about. You suck. Agree to disagree. They don't even pay enough attention to the titties. Dave, it's not because it's not about titties. It's not a titty anime. It's What is it about then? Huh? It's about hot-blooded manliness, you dumb fool. And there's nothing more manly than hot-blooded titty. Wrong. It's about you spirals. Guys, there's nothing more manly than guys, man on man sex. If you keep disagreeing <laughs> with each other, you're going to ruin hentai miss. Hentai miss can go blow. <gasps> you take that back. Okay, then disagree to agree. Keep coming in Christ for hentai miss. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, well, if I wasn't going to hell, I am now. Yes. You were going to help, but that's by the okay. way. Sweet. I think the decision has been made years ago. The camera began to zoom away as the goofy cover of Uptown Funk began to swell in the background. 
that may be all the time we have for tonight, but I want to thank you all for joining me on this confusing and inadvisable holiday escapade. Buster Manwoom began to wave as the backdrop fell, revealing that the dumpster was on fire. Blood was leaking from the walls, and unfeasibly large piles of gangsters in Zumba gear were everywhere. How will Buster Manwoom get out of this one? Same Manwoom time, same Manwoom channel, and remember... It's channel one. <laughs> channel one, like the, that, that news network that is owned by conservatives, but it's played in like millions of high schools every day. It's true. I'm actually a media mogul. Buster Manwoom is just the persona that I take when I try to avoid the lawyers. No, I mean like channel one is in the channel that you could never turn to on your TV. Because it started at two. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, then y'all have bad TVs. I, I could afford a, a Channel One. And remember, even if everything is falling to shit around you, it's also falling to shit around plenty of others. And together True. we can close our eyes, clench, clench our ass cheeks, and make each other laugh through it. Because we will get through it. The front door of the dumpster slammed shut. The credits roll basically repeating Buster Man Womb and Pizza the Rat enough times to make Tommy Wiseau tell them to settle down. The end. You know, I can't even do the fucking mini Marcus one because it is 9.30 on the dot. We had too much fun and finished two perfect rotations. So, Buster, uh, I have no idea There's if you're going to... There's still more to read on this uh, one. Oh, fuck, you're right. That doesn't need to get narrated, I don't think. It's basically just tooting all of your horns. We like to toot our own horns. Special thanks to the Friday Night Fan Fiction hosts and fans for their character suggestions, and also consisting of 99% of my fan base. I'm so glad we've gotten you up to 17 Twitter followers. Yes, yeah. I'm almost <laughs> up to 40. I am hitting the big times. Soon you'll have to give us my... Well, no. No, you will. We... Yeah. So it's a contractual <laughs> obligation. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about I buy whoever's panel I go to a beer if I ever see you in person? Me. It would be me. It would either be a beer or alternatively, you could share a glass of maple whiskey. Ooh, I'm down. <laughs> and also some poutine. Stay creamy, my peeps, and have a merry Kringlemas, a dingle merry miss, a fateful festivus. And a productive, tough, slapping day. I'm going to need to clean my monitor after this. Every 10 seconds, a turf goes unslapped in North America. For only $1 a day, you can make sure that a turf gets slapped. Won't you think of the turfs? <laughs> oh, there's no turf slapping day. We can fix that. What what is it? It's whacking day. Today. I mean, every slap day is whacking day. Turf. If you're like me, so every day is turf slapping day. Okay, just like Veterans Day. Buster Man Room on day, Twitter. All characters in the day, middle day, except me. Our favorite all days. Turf whacking day. day. Any resemblance we'll to the names the or persons? We'll smash the eyes. Turf slapping day, turf slapping day. Coach, he's been drinking Listerine. Any resemblance to the names or persons of real life individuals is coincidental and unintentional. And if you think I'm wrong, then that's on you, J.K. Rowling. Woo! 
I will just read the fucking patrons. So thank you very much to our patrons, uh, starting with our smut secretaries. Attention deficit party horse, Bosku, Disgust, Grass Dragon, Neon Binary Rose, Pestilence, Santa Grimnar, and William Shaprinsky. A super special thanks to our genital guardians, Angel Bane, Buster Manwoom walks among us, the end is near, or possibly the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Chirpy, god damn it, G Gundam ruined hentimus. <laughs> Go play in traffic, the judge, the jury, and the exagutter, the men who fuck, the men who stare men who at fuck goats, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, not since high men, school. The men who stare at Goatsy, two-time, two-time world heavyweight champion Thunder God Matthew J, and a super-duper ultra-mega special thanks to our bull game beneficiaries, Coat Me in Syrup Stevo Daddy, <laughs> Cranky Pants McCumbucket, Evan Bommel, Put a lusty Argonian maid pleasuring herself with an Ouya in Stevo's butt, you cowards. These are getting real weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, yeah. our show has been getting real weird for seven years. Has it? I haven't noticed. It happened so subtly. <laughs> Terra's. There was a point where you weren't weird? Yeah. Wage. I don't believe Wally. it. Wally. Maybe just not this much. And the god-killing shonen protag saying, eat the rich and fuck the turfs. Mm. Always and every day. I'm going to go to that 100 yards that David mentioned. Was it 100 acres in North Carolina, Dave? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. The bomb that got dropped but not exploded. Oh, is that where we're going to build the compound? Yeah. That's where, that's where we're going to build the compound and we're going to worship the unexploded device. Cool. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, we're going to turn into Megaton from Fallout 3. That's right. Is that the one where they called it the nuclear mishap? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, understatement of the fucking decade. Wait, they just left an unexploded nuclear ordinance there? They didn't just leave it there. They couldn't find it. 